gut health and digestive enzymes is really significant in making our tummies feel good. And a lot of times these onset symptoms can be a signal to let us know that maybe we are dealing with a gallbladder issue or even pancreatitis. We're going to address those today and what are the symptoms that we can look for, what's going on with it, and how we might be able to rectify it and save ourselves a doctor's trip. So stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Oma's Coffee Shop. Balancing home, family, and work, along with making sure your family and yourself meet all your nutritional needs, is really hard to come by. Oma's Coffee Shop has made that even more convenient by offering their full menu on grubstogo.com. This is a great way to place your order during your lunch break or on your way home and have it delivered right to your door. Should you be passing by Main Street, Walnut Cove, North Carolina, stop in at Oma's Coffee Shop. Pick up your deli sandwich and delicious smoothie along the way and let them know that Just Dandy Podcast sent you. Hello and welcome to Just Dandy Podcast. I'm Elizabeth, your host, owner of Dandelion Soap Herb Shop. Now, I've been getting a lot of calls, and my clients are complaining about abdominal pain. This is in the upper region, underneath the chest, and swelling of the tummy, as well as some of them are associated with back pain when that cramping is really, really bad. What may be going on a lot of times when I assess them and hear what they're telling me I'm finding out that they may actually be dealing with a gallbladder problem or pancreatitis. And these can be easily remedied. If they are not quickly remedied, then you do need to seek a medical physician and get examined and they even run some tests. Because we want to make sure that the gallbladder duct is not blocked and we also want to make sure that our pancreas is working properly and we're not struggling or having a difficult problem. Now, if you have the onset of these symptoms, you can recognize them right away and go ahead and strategically, you know, be proactive and respond to those symptoms that you may be feeling or experiencing and address them immediately. If they continue and they are not being resolved really easily by some of these things I'm going to offer to you, you definitely need to seek medical physician. Now, generally, if it's pancreatitis or even a gallbladder and there's something going on there that's just the digestive enzymes and the bile is not able to work properly because you don't have enough positive bacteria in your system to take care of it, then usually within three to seven days, if your symptoms have not improved, you definitely need to seek a medical physician's advice and have them to examine you and determine and make sure that there isn't any blockage going on. But with these remedies I'm going to give you, you should see some positive results really, really quick and have a happy tummy and start feeling better. Now, let me go over those symptoms again. You may have some pressure swelling of the tummy and it becomes eradicated. This is not only the tummy, but also your intestines. So they're they're struggling, they're having a problem. You may have 
some acid reflux, belching, and flagellants, you know, a lot of gas going on, and the onset of just this uh, burning sensation, and just indigestion in general, just not feeling good, the tummy just feeling really cramped, you may be nauseated, and or vomited. Now, I'm going to express this with loving care. If you are vomiting, most likely you need to get to a doctor. Don't delay because one, vomiting is going to cause the system to dehydrate very quickly and we do not want to compromise it anymore. If you have nausea, which is pretty common whenever our tummies don't feel good and it's saying yuck, yucky, yucky feeling, and the cramping and the pressure that you're feeling, if it gets worse, then we know there's something else going on. So we're not just dealing with acid reflux or a sore tummy or indigestion or bellyache that has continued. Now, if this is just, you know, you ate and this happened, sometimes we chalk that up to food poisoning, but it may actually be signs for our system to say, hmm, there's something more going on here and I need to address it. Well, I want to split this up so that you understand. If you have the milder side of those symptoms and don't get excited, but if those mild symptoms have continued after you try these regiments for more than three days, then you need to be concerned. If they have continued beyond three days, we are dealing with something that is more acute And that's if you have actually put into play these recommendations that I'm going to offer you. If you've actually tried them and you've got no positive return, nothing has calmed down, and you're still feeling these symptoms after three days, then there's something more going on. And that means that you have strictly stuck to these regimens. You have actually tried them and enforced them and taken that proactive approach. So we're going to cover what people commonly do. And then I'm going to give you some other things to add to it. The first thing that people generally do is they will take some Tums or Rolaids, an antacid of some type, to try and get the stomach acids down to calm the indigestion and get their belly to feeling better. And these are really effective if that's truly what you're dealing with. If you're dealing with acid reflux and upset tummy, that's very common the benefit there is the calcium it's not really truly going to rectify any positive bacteria into the body now when I say positive bacteria realize that is enzymes digestive enzymes Tums and Rolaids do not do that they only make the body or the tummy area less acidic you know they bring it down and make it more alkaline so that the system can catch up and aid in digesting the food and those are large chunks of food that are having to be broken down into smaller chunks and then when they enter from the small intestines into the large intestines they are very small uh, molecules and more liquefied and that's how our colon goes to work absorbing you know, the nutrients and finishing the process so that our bowels can move them out of the system. So now that we've covered the mechanics of the point A to point end, 
we need to address, okay, Elizabeth, what did you promise me? You promised me that you were going to give me some remedies and some helpful things that I could do to make me feel better and my little tummy feeling much, much better in at least the next three days. So stay tuned. Today's episode is sponsored by Showtime Video and Tannin, located on Main Street in Walnut Cove, North Carolina. You can purchase flat rate packages there with unlimited visits for a whole 30 days, or you can buy a single Tannin visit at a time. He has the best selection and receives his movies two weeks prior to Redbox. Go in and rent one of the videos, have your Tannin visit there, this will emit vitamin D in a natural way, mimicking the sunlight, as well as protect your immune system and guard you against seasonal depression. While you're there, be sure to let them know Just Andy Podcast sent you. first thing I want to offer to you is excellent not only for indigestion, acid reflux, sore tummy, or nausea. It is also really good at getting things back in order so that if we do not have a gallbladder, it can take the place of it and help aid it. And it also harmonizes with the pancreas. And that is dill pickle juice. Dill pickle juice and I do not mean sweet pickles, guys. I mean actual sour dill pickle juice. Now, dill lends to us soothing for the system. It is a bitter, and our body recognizes it really, really quick. So that good bitter helps aid in digestion. It also assists the pancreas in being able to take those enzymes, the positive enzymes in our body, and break down our food and making sure that our insulin level stays balanced that nutritional value that our bodies need so desperately to keep our blood sugars level at all times and keep them balanced out so dill pickle juice can immediately it'll break down the gases that you're having it will take away the reflux and the heartburn and indigestion you will also get a happy tummy and it will speed up the digesting as well as it tells the pancreas, hello, will you please give me some more insulin so I can digest my food? Because the sourness of the dill pickle juice, the vinegar, and vinegar also helps balance the pH in our body. So that lets the positive bacteria do their job. Now, I want to cover this. I know it's an insert here, but just so you know, if you are dealing with gallbladder or pancreatitis, the very first thing the physician is going to ask you is, have you been consuming a lot of alcohol? Had you had an onset of consumption of alcohol? So if this is occurring after a heavy weekend of having a little bit excessive fun, this may be exactly what is happening because what happens is when you consume a great deal of alcohol, it disturbs the positive bacteria, your enzymes in your digestive tract. 
and it cleanses it so much it washes them out and dries them up because alcohol is very very drying so not only is it going to affect your gallbladder it's going to affect your pancreas and just be aware of that it doesn't mean you're alcoholic it's just that as we grow older even when we're younger but a lot of times as we grow older and we mature more our body doesn't handle alcohol as well as it did when we were young when our bodies were really really vibrant and it could just wash things out of our system really quickly and even if you felt a hangover you would just that hangover you would know what to do you know some tomato juice and crackers and you're back on go but just bear in mind as you get older that's not going to happen as well and alcohol makes you feel really bad well that's why because it is just like taking everything out of your body and all your positive bacterial enzymes next thing you know you start getting this you know bigger gut and a lot of people are saying well I'm gaining weight and I don't understand why I you know I just cannot get this tummy off of me well the reason why is one your metabolism slows down but if you consume a lot of alcohol the oats and the wheats and things that are in alcohol along with the yeast is going to make the stomach eradicate you're going to gain weight right in the gut area which is where all of your intestines are your digestive areas you know pancreas and gallbladder and all those organs that are supposed to be working to help break down your feet so it starts adding tummy onto you and next thing you know you have this spare tire and it is just getting bigger your legs and your arms and everything are the same size but your tummy has gotten a lot larger and you've gained weight. Be aware of that. And good nutrition for positive enzymes and putting good bacteria in the body. Now, I did a previous episode on gut health. And in that episode, I gave you staple foods that you can eat that have those good enzymes and positive bacteria for your body. But this is to address those further issues of where this has continued to go on and you're still not eating right, but now you're in pain and you're suffering and the complaints are larger and you've gone beyond that. You need some immediate help to remedy this problem. Okay, so here's the other part. A lot of people will say, eat yogurt. Not everyone's body agrees with yogurt. And there are more people who do not enjoy the taste of yogurt. But that is a way to get positive bacteria into the body. It is like for like. You have positive bacteria breaking down bad bacteria. And so yogurt can be really good. No, ice cream yogurt is not the same, guys. Frozen yogurt is not the same. It's done differently. It is not the same as regular yogurt that you buy in the you know cold storage area of your grocery store be aware of that because i have a lot of people going oh that means i can have some frozen yogurt yes you can have frozen yogurt but it's not going to help with this situation now what's the third thing we can do this has no taste is not going to interfere with any of this other stuff that you're concerned about and you can take it yes it's a capsule it is called acidophilus Now, I will put a link in the description box so that you can click on it. It will take you directly to Acidophilus, and it will have the proper spelling in the description as well. You can find this in your box store. You can find it online, and it 
contains probiotics, about 1 billion enzymes, which is like plus, plus, plus. There is a regimen you need to address when you're taking acidophilus. There is a recommended daily allowance on the bottle when you buy it. However, if you're only trying to remedy this issue that we're talking about, where your belly's getting bloated, you're having this cramping, you may even have pain in your back because this abdominal pain is pressing down and pushing against all those internal organs, and it does put pressure on the spine. So you may actually feel some pain back there, whether you're just really heavily bloated. Now, here's a good thing. Even if this is not a gallbladder or pancreatitis issue, but you keep having this bloating of the tummy and swelling of the intestines, that is something that you may want to contact me about and we'll talk about it and I'll get you on the right track for that. I want to stay focused on this issue at hand because you may actually need a detox. And I've done a previous podcast about detoxifying the body. If you'd like to listen to that episode, make sure to click follow on this podcast that way you are notified of each new episode that comes up but that may be an episode you want to go back and listen to in order to address that so let's move on to the other things that we can do so The other things that we can do when we are dealing with this, and you have to work all these together. This is a proactive approach. All this works together just like, um, you know, it, it, it must connect. You can't do one and not the other. Doing the acidophilus alone is not sufficient, but it is a temporary and it can get you to feeling better really, really quick. And usually if you take acidophilus seven to 10 days, that's more than enough and it will make you feel better so you don't necessarily have to take it every single day and there are other things on the market but i'm trying to make this more home remedy and help you as much as i can that is my job and i love doing it and i love bringing you information but we can't cover everything what can we do food wise well, the first thing the physician is going to do is they're going to put you on the BRAT diet. That is a bland diet. And BRAT stands for bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast. B-R-A-T. The BRAT diet is world famous. And I have been using this since my kids were little tiny babies. Keep in mind, uh, I have children in their 30s, mid-30s to be specific. The BRAT diet is really what you need a bland diet helps the body get caught up it helps the system to restart and get back to where it needs to be and it's a mild type of fasting is what it is it's not intermediate but it is mild and the thing with the brat diet is a lot of times you will automatically do intermediate fasting which means you're skipping meals um so let's get to the brat diet Bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast. Now, not in that order. You actually have to work it in reverse when you're doing the brat diet. You're starting with something like broth, uh, just the broth only. Chicken broth, cabbage broth, just the broth. You can have crackers, and you can have toast. Not bread. You must bake it in your toaster and toast it. 
because what that does is it breaks down and stops the yeast and neutralizes all of the fibers. So toast is easily digested by the body and it kills off the yeast, the rising in the bread. We also can do cereal, oatmeal. Those are all good for that bland diet and it's very soothing to the tummy. The tummy absolutely loves it. Now the next day on the bland diet, you can still eat those same foods, but now you can introduce maybe something on the starch level, which might be the rice. But if you're doing the brat diet in reverse, you can do some applesauce. That's gonna be soothing to the tummy. You also can drink apple juice, grape juice, and ginger ale. Clear liquids, water of course. The next day you would do the more heavy. You could have the chicken soup, which would have the noodles and the chicken. But I usually try to tell you to avoid the chicken. Just do the noodles and the broth, your crackers. You can have rice, which is that starch we talked about. You can have the toast, the oatmeal, and dry cereals like Cheerios, for example. You can have graham crackers along with those crackers. I failed to mention that, but you can add that too. Then the next day, you're gonna do the bananas. And do yourself a favor. Chop up the bananas before you eat it. Rather than just peeling back the banana and chomping down on it, break it down, you know, like cut the banana slices into pieces. That helps speed up the breaking down process so your tummy's not having to work as hard. Even though it's a soft food, it still wouldn't hurt to help it a little bit because once again, your stomach's just went to a state of shock and not feeling that great and it just has got to feeling better and we're giving it time to reset. So you can have the bananas. Now at this point, you could try something a little bit heavier that has a meat to it, but stay away from processed foods. And if you can, any kind of heavy meats like ham, roast beef, any kind of hamburger stay away from in any processed foods like bologna or hot dogs what we're talking about is more like chicken you can maybe have turkey and you can also have fish which is always grand and those are things that you can start introducing and slowly bring them in to your diet and the meat level but take it easy on your belly for at least seven to ten days now if you're seeing this is really making you feel better and giving you positive results, then by all means, make sure you practice it on a regular basis and pay attention when you're introducing the new foods because this is going to be the first key to tell you which one of those foods is setting your body off. That is how you can take notes and go, oh, I probably should not be eating that anymore or stay away from it for a longer period of time before you bring it back into your life and start eating it again. So this is just a way of going slow and introducing bigger, heavier foods in, but do them one at a time. Don't do three to 10 different foods in a single week. Do one food per week so that you can see what your body is doing with it. If it's responding well or if it's reacting totally negative and now all of a sudden you are swelled up again, you're bloated, you're feeling miserable. If you feel it's associated with alcohol, 
then you know common sensely you need to just slow on your consumption and maybe do it more sparingly or just refrain from it at all it really depends on you that is a personal choice that you have to decide on but i have enjoyed bringing you this information now i'm going to have links to the uh, other episodes as well as the blog and i will be typing out more information that you can read about in digestive enzymes and gut health it will also point you to the staple foods i spoke about in a previous episode and i will type out the brat diet for you and you can have that handy and you will have a means to get back to it if you forget just know to go to dandelion soap dot com forward slash blog and i usually have it there or you can listen to the previous episode or this episode for the link in the description box well this is elizabeth with just dandy podcast wishing you to have a just dandy day and a wonderful happy tummy until the next episode be sure to follow and share this podcast with someone you feel would gain value from it and benefit from it Until the next episode, this is Elizabeth. Over and out. Bye, guys.